0: Welcome to the 21 day mindset reset podcast. I am your host, Missy Henry. I'm a gym owner, a strength coach, a mom, a nutrition coach, and really just a person passionate about helping you win. So, in season one, we had a 21 day overhaul on digging into your mindset, ripping the bandaid off. In season two, I dig a little bit deeper into the topics that I hear the most from clients. I've been coaching for more than 20 years and these topics come up again and again because they get in people's way. And so they may be getting in your way. So let's get into it. Good morning, good morning. The sun is shining spring is finally here when i'm recording this podcast and i think it's going to be almost 80 today in nebraska big deal i am so excited um one of the reasons i am so excited is spring in nebraska means that i can start my day with movement and a little walk Uh, through my neighborhood and through the trees which is one of my favorite ways to start the day and ugh, I just get into a lull in the winter when it just gets too cold uh, to do that because it's just extra steps for my day and I yeah I just feel better right I just feel better when I start my day with steps which is usually how it goes for health behaviors we feel better when we do them And then we continue to do them. But what else? You know, what else leads to sticking with those healthy behaviors? Because we know they feel good when we do them. But as we've talked about in several other episodes, unfortunately, that's not enough to build healthy habits. And then it can just leave us frustrated. So, what else links us to hitting our health and fitness goals or sticking with those habits or really just taking care of ourselves? Well, self talk plays a much bigger role uh, than people think. And I think even the term self talk is a little buzzworthy right now. I think it's a little holistic. I think. You know, if you haven't dug into psychology enough, you think it's probably a little frou-frou-y or new age and it's easy to kind of scoff at it, right? Well, the definition of self-talk is the way you talk to yourself or your inner voice. And you might be thinking, well, this is a health and fitness podcast. What does that have to do Well, it makes a bigger deal with how you take action and how you take care of yourself than you think. So we're going to come back to that. But going back to that definition of self-talk, it's your inner voice. It's how you talk to yourself. Most people, even you, might not even be aware that you're doing it, but you are most definitely doing it. So self-talk is those conscious thoughts plus core beliefs or biases that we have. And adding those together creates our daily inner monologue. So think about it. Every free moment that your mind can wander or every situation that you are faced with during the day, both good and bad, your inner monologue has something to say about it. all day. And if you're like me, where you overthink everything, your inner monologue has a lot to say. It gets exhausting. Which is why I think a lot of people don't even realize they're doing it. Because they there's just they're not bringing a level of awareness to what they're thinking. They're just so used to it. And it's just kind of running in the background. But what they don't realize is that it's actually dictating their actions and how they feel about themselves which you try making a big change to take care of yourself. And if you haven't had any awareness to how you talk to yourself or what you believe about yourself, making that change is gonna be a lot harder than you think. Now, I'm sure you've heard the benefits of daily affirmations. Now, if self-talk isn't buzzword, the daily affirmations definitely are. You know, the mirror pep talk. I'm sure you've seen it on TikTok. The super cute five year old reciting her little rap or pep talk, as I said, in the mirror every day while her mom or dad films. It's super cute and it's great. And at five years old, she believes it. She is so excited to look at herself and say, You're beautiful, you're strong, you're enough. But what happens when you're an adult and you're not quite there yet? Meaning you're not quite ready to be chanting those affirmations. In season one, I talked about turning your inner critic into your inner cheerleader. But is it just as simple as chanting those positive things into a mirror? Or putting your worth it on a post-it note at your desk where you see it every day? Well, in my experience with healing those limiting core beliefs, you know, the ones that help make up that inner monologue, we have a hard time with affirmations as adults because we didn't heal those core inbuilt biases or beliefs that we learned as a child. So yes, the adorable little girl chanting things on TikTok, it's perfect for her. We all needed to do affirmations as a child because she believes them. But as an adult, if you don't believe you're worth it, try saying it into a mirror and see what happens. Yikes, it does not go well. I've had a lot of clients try to do it. And they were like, I couldn't, and they couldn't say the words that will help them because they didn't believe them. And if you don't believe that you're beautiful, if you don't believe you're strong, if you don't believe that you're worth it, how are you going to say it? So we know these positive affirmations help, but yet we can't say it. So what do we do? What does help us? Because we also know that the kinder you are to yourself, believing you're worth it leads to those healthy behaviors that we want. So again, how do we get there? What does help us? Well, the first step is examining your language. Examining how you talk to yourself. What's on repeat in your mind? As I stated before, most of you aren't even aware of your inner monologue or its effects. So if anything, I hope this episode helps you bring awareness to your thoughts. To your word choices when you describe yourself, describe your situation, your actions. Example. What words do you use often? Lazy, old, bad. Remember a couple episodes? It's okay to be bad, but man, we call ourselves bad a lot. Do you call yourself dumb? Man, people in class uh, that I train, they apologize a lot on their first couple of days, their first couple of months. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I'm, I'm so sorry. I'm not good at this. And I always go, oh my gosh, you just learned it. You sh- you should know how to do a kettlebell swing. That's okay. Do not apologize. Oh, I I'm I'm so sorry. I I was so bad this week. I had a brownie. I know I shouldn't have done it. That was dumb. Ugh, I'm so lazy for skipping the gym. This is what I do. Oh, box jumps. Oh my god, I could never do that. Oh, I've I've seen the stuff um, that you do at your gym. I could never do something like that. Well, I'm, you know, I want to sign up for nutrition coaching, but, you know, I do good for two weeks and then I just give up. It's just what I do. Have you ever said those things to yourself or something like those phrases? Or maybe your phrases are a little bit more subtle. Because those are some things that people say to themselves, but then they've also said to me as a coach. What about something that you only say to yourself? Have you ever said this? Why are you trying? This never works. You're not going to get there. Why are you even doing this? You ever say something like that to yourself? It won't matter anyway. Just give up. I'll tell you right now. We've all been there. We've all had phrases that pop up in vulnerable situations and keywords that we use. And guess what? If you are saying things like that to yourself, you are not going to stick with those healthy behaviors because why would you? I mean, I talked about it in season one, but I'm sure you've heard it before. If we talked to other people, our friends, the way that we talk to ourselves, we probably wouldn't have friends, right? And so language matters. Words equal actions, Those actions equal patterns or habits. And then those long-term patterns or habits equal the promises that we do or don't keep to ourselves. Our history. When we say we're going to start on Monday, our mind's like, "Mm, okay, yeah, he doesn't do that. Oh, she... Yeah, she does good for two weeks and then she gives up. We won't have to pay attention to this. It's real. Manifesting is a great example of this. What you focus on is likely what happens. Or something that I used to do a lot, uh, I still do sometimes, is I have a belief. And it doesn't matter how many things show me that that belief is wrong. I seek out the things to prove my hypothesis. I seek out the things to show me that I'm right, to confirm that belief. Because there's comfort, right? The devil you know is better than the devil you don't. This is more than just being kinder to yourself. This is recognizing thought patterns and keywords that you use to describe yourself, your efforts, your actions. And it's what you're using often. Because it matters. When you are kinder to yourself, when you speak highly of yourself, when you believe in yourself, you take care of yourself. And by taking care of yourself, we choose things that help make us feel good not just mask we exercise we eat well so how do we get there well it starts with awareness like i said so if anything i hope you're at least paying attention to those thoughts after this episode but number one it starts with awareness what are you thinking when are you thinking it to start paying attention. And no, this isn't you're crazy and you're talking yourself. You're listening to the voices inside your head. You're the voice in your head. So just pay attention. Step two, you're going to identify now. We're going to identify keywords or phrases and when they pop up. That's important. And... What do they do to you? What feelings do they invoke? Is it making you feel like crap? Is it lifting you up? What do you say to yourself? Because those key words and phrases may seem like nothing, but if you call yourself lazy, you will believe that you are lazy. So we got to stop. We got to stop that cycle. So we're going to identify what is it? What's on repeat for you? Then step three, I want you to ask yourself, OK, what's another way of phrasing that? What's a more empowering version of that statement? So you've identified, you know what you do and the situations that arise. And then you're going to and you say it because it just happens. And then you go, wait, OK. How can I phrase that? How can I lift myself up instead of cut myself down? So example, the alarm goes off 4.30. You're trying to go work out at 5 a.m. And you say to yourself, oh my God, you lazy blank. Just get up. You're going to be so mad at yourself if you don't do this. Is that going to get you out of bed or is rephrasing it to, okay, that's it. This is our time to start our day, to feel good, empower ourselves, start the day off with a bang. Let's do this. You may be laughing. That may seem dumb right now to you. But that subtle difference that seems cheesy right now, it makes a big difference. empowering yourself instead of cutting yourself down think about it if you're walking into the gym for the first day and you're like dude you are not strong you are not coordinated this is not going to go well what are you doing that feeling even if you do get out of your car after saying that to yourself and walk in that experience that workout your efforts are going to be far different than if you start to say that to yourself and you say hey i am not in the shape i would like to be but i'm gonna get there and going to the gym is exactly what i need i can do this again seems cheesy but it works that's why we need coaches that's why we need therapists we need the people that help you stop those things in your tracks. This is learning how to do it for yourself. Because again, we can't be there all the time. So that's step four, changing it in the moment. You know what you say, you're able to recognize it and stop it in its tracks and go, okay, what is another way of phrasing that? It's one of my favorite things to do in nutrition coaching even. Somebody else, oh, well, You're not lazy, so can we rephrase that? Well, that wasn't bad, so how can we rephrase that? Well, remember, if you keep saying that to yourself, it's not going to help in the long run. It doesn't mean that some of those thoughts and beliefs will go away. But you will get better. You will... Become much more equipped to stop them in your tracks and change it and move on. You are not your thoughts. You are experiencing them and you can change them. Changed language, as cheesy as it sounds, equals changed or healed beliefs. And once we heal those, that leads to changing action. And maybe selecting some actions, some health behaviors that we've always wanted, we just couldn't stick with. I know, and I've said it before, it is just as cheesy as chanting those positive affirmations into a mirror. But why did giving ourselves a pep talk become cheesy? We talk about it. In sports, it's a huge aspect of sports psychology, visualizing the game, visualizing yourself, making the catch, scoring the goal, staying in that positive frame of mind. I learned that it's also how you perceive things that are happening to you. Some people perceive clammy hands or a racing heart rate or butterflies in the stomach Because oh, God, I'm anxious. This is not going to go well. The game is going to be awful. I'm going to strike out or, oh, my God, this speech is going to be the worst. I'm going to go on stage and I'm going to forget my lines. Or somebody could perceive that the clammy hands and the butterflies and the heart racing means, wow, I'm worked up. This is really important to me. I'm going to nail it. I'm so excited. Think about how differently each one of those athletes would perform in the same game with just a different perception. Or how two speakers would go on stage differently based on a different perception of the same thing. That's self-talk. And as cheesy as it sounds, it makes a big difference. And so giving yourself a pep talk shouldn't be cheesy. It should be like second nature to you, just like those thoughts running through your mind right now. And so you may not be able to start with just writing things on a post-it note and filming a TikTok as you sing into the mirror, because we do have to believe some things before we say them. So just start with adjusting your adjectives. The things you use every day. And don't beat yourself up because you're going to say him. So just go, oh, wait, nope, there it is. Missy is asking me how I can rephrase this. <laughs> Blame me. You're only doing good for two weeks and quitting because that's what you believe. That's what you believe you're capable of. Well, I believe that you're capable of a lot more than that. So see what happens when you start to believe that you're capable of a lot more than that. It's good, I promise. All right, guys, talk to you next week. Well, that is all I have for you this week. But remember, when you think about quitting, think about why you started. I hope this podcast is helping you. And if it is, I would love it if you would refer a friend, send it to somebody that you think needs it. And please tag me along in your health and fitness journey. I would love to see how it's going for you. You can find me at CoachMissy17 on Instagram or at CoachMissy on TikTok. If you would like more information on coaching with me, or future online courses before they launch, please head to missyhenry.com. Life is full of heavy lifting, and I'm here to help you along the way because you are strong enough. Don't forget that. So go create the life and health you've always wanted.